hello, hello, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, humans of all shapes and sizes, hope you're all happy and well and living the dream. Welcome. Welcome to Reggie's Urban Retreat. Welcome indeed to what I hope will become your safe haven from the madness of the world. A kind of audio oasis away from all the doom and gloom. Welcome. I'm Reggie, and I'll be your host for the next 20 minutes or so. And before we carry on, just a small disclaimer. I have no experience in audio production whatsoever. The closest I've ever been to sound engineering was recording the top 40 off the radio when I was a kid. And I even managed to balls that up on occasion. I am learning as I go though, so hopefully as time goes by, I will improve. And as Dereen once said, things can only get better. So, you're probably asking yourselves, if he's no experience, why the hell is he making a podcast? And that is exactly why. I have no experience. It's a challenge. It's something completely out of my comfort zone. Let me explain how we got there. I'm just a normal bloke, normal life. Got a lovely missus, great family, half-decent job on a German shepherd called Sully. That's the dog, not an actual shepherd from Germany. That'd be weird. Anyway, things were great. I had no complaints whatsoever. Pair eyes would have been nice, but other than that, things were great. Then, mental health took a bit of a nosedive. Not going to go into any great detail, but let's just say my past caught up with me. Well, that does make me sound all sinister and dark. I'm not. Just had a bit of a tough childhood and a few other hiccups along the way. I bottled it all up and eventually it came to a head. Anywho, I was told by the doc that I needed something to focus my mind on. Stop the negativity from creeping in and taking over. He basically more or less told me I needed to get a hobby. Now, something you need to know. I'm a lazy sod, so something that involved sitting on my arse was going to be a winner. Sport was a non-starter, getting on a bit now, and I get all the exercise I need cycling to work and taking Sully for a walk, so that was a a no-no. Then there's the cost, of course. I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination, so my options were limited, to say the least. I mean, it's not like I could buy a yacht and go sailing round the Norfolk Broads, even if I wanted to. And that's pretty much how Reggie's Urban Retreat came to be. That's all very well, saying I'm going to do a podcast. What the hell was I going to do it about? I mean, I thought about a paranormal podcast, but that subject's been done to death. Sorry, excuse the pun. And to be honest, there's that much bullshit out there, it's difficult to work out what's real and what's fake. YouTube is full of channels insisting they're real. Oh, poltergeist, demons, I was struck by a demon. It's laughable, to be honest. But I must say, if you are into the paranormal and you have YouTube, I can highly recommend a channel called Ghost Theory. Anyway, I digress. Then I thought about doing a podcast on sport, then quickly stopped thinking about doing a podcast on sport. I know bugger all about sport. I'm a Preston North End fan, for God's sake, so that should tell you all you need to know. Then I thought, why does it have to be about just one subject? Why not have a podcast that can be about whatever there's so much in this world and beyond that to limit myself to one subject just seemed silly so Reggie's is just that 
It's a podcast about anything and everything. No subjects off the table. It's what you might call open season. There is one proviso, though. It's got to be light-hearted. The whole reason I'm doing this is to get away from the doom and gloom on all the crap that's going on in the world. Also, I want it to be something people can get involved with, suggest topics or what they would like to discuss. And that's why I've got a Facebook group and a YouTube channel as well. I don't just want it to be about me. If I come out others while I help myself, then it's all good. The Facebook group's called Reggie's Urban Retreat, as is the YouTube channel. I'm not a great social media guy, so I have lumped in the missus to help me. Both of them are public, so you can just join or subscribe. The other thing I'd like to mention is that I'm not in this for the money. Not that I've made much money, to be honest. I mean, who's going to, who in the right mind is going to pay to listen to this drivel? Anyway, everything I put out will be free. There'll be no members-only bollocks. Now, I know this opens me up to let anyone comment on anything. I'm fine. Let them do it. There's going to be haters. I'll deal with that when it happens. I must apologise, by the way, if you can hear any background noise. It's chucking it down here in sunny Stockport, and I'm recording this in my shed. And the rain's bouncing off the roof. And when I say shed, I mean shed. It's not one of those posh summer house things with heating and a bar. It's a shed. I mean, I have kitted it out a bit, but it's still only a shed. I say only a shed. Some people don't even have that. I'm not a fan of that saying, well, there's always somebody worse off than you. People use it some sort of magic phrase that's supposed to make you feel better about whatever tragedy's just befallen you. I get that. I get the people are worse off than me and my heart goes out to them. But them being worse off than me isn't going to make my problems any less severe. In fact, it's probably just going to add to them. Okay, so now you know a little bit about me and what I'm hoping to achieve with this podcast. I suppose I better get on with it. As this is the inaugural episode, and this is the first time I've ever tried anything like this, I'm going to start by talking about firsts. Now, there are some firsts that are common knowledge. First man on the moon, first person to reach the North Pole, all that kind of stuff. There's also your personal firsts, you know, like your first car, your first kiss. Ten years old at Matthews Primary School. I do remember her name, but I'm not going to tell it. I wouldn't want to embarrass the poor girl. The first I'm going to be telling you about are a bit obscure and a bit less known, but they have had a massive impact on how we live our lives. Radio, let's get cracking. I'm going to start off with a question. What do you reckon was the first food to be microwaved? If you said last night's kebab, you'd be wrong. In fact, the first ever microwaved food, or the first food microwaved on purpose, was in fact popcorn. On October 8th, 1945, Raytheon, and that's Raytheon, a company name, not a bloke called Raytheon, patented the first microwave cooking oven. They revealed that their engineer, Percy Spencer, had first discovered the miraculous powers of microwaves when he was working in the lab, and he apparently accidentally melted a chocolate bar in his pocket. That could have been so much worse. <sighs> anyway, he then tested it out officially on popcorn, which was a resounding success. Unlike when he tried microwaving a whole egg, which exploded in his face. That's right, kids. Don't put whole eggs in a microwave. Well, you can if you want, but don't blame me if it all goes horribly wrong. I do remember many moons ago, I was working at a hotel and the kitchen porter put a CD in the microwave. It looked spectacular for about five seconds. Then the disc caught fire and the fire alarms went off. So don't try that at home. Okay, moving swiftly on. Instagram. 
I know very little about this app. I don't wish to. One thing I do know is it wasn't around in 1839. But, unfortunately, that didn't stop Robert Cornelius from inventing the selfie. Apparently Robert was working merrily away in his family store. It was a slow day business-wise, and as the old saying goes, the devil will make work for idle hands. Robert apparently set up his camera and took up a position and took a picture of himself, and a selfie was born. Cheers. Thanks, Robert. Now, I'm not a massive fan of the selfie, to be honest. I understand why people are, and I guess it's great for capturing a moment, but some people just take it way too far. I mean, wrapping themselves round trees and pouting and holding the phone at wheel angles so not to show the slight blemish in the fake tan or the little scar they've got on their arm. Just get over yourselves. You are the way you are, warts and all. It's what's inside that counts. Another technology absolutely everywhere is texting. It's practically as essential to modern life as water. And you have a guy called Neil Papworth to thank for it. December 3rd, 1992, he was working for Vodafone, developing SMS, or short messaging service, and sent the first text. He didn't send LOL or an emoji, just a simple Merry Christmas. I quite like texting as a form of communication, to be fair. It's quick, simple, direct, and I do love an emoji. But I have to say, text abbreviations drive me insane. LOL, ROLF. I mean, did they actually roll on the floor laughing? I doubt it, to be honest. Now, moving on. Hygiene. It's a necessity in this age of COVID and SARS and God knows what else that's floating around in the atmosphere. But if you go back to the 1800s, they weren't so big on the cleanliness thing. In fact, it wasn't unusual for people to wipe their arses with their hands. Delightful. Sorry about that. That was until 1857 when a certain Joseph Gaetti invented what he called medical paper, and that became the precursor to the toilet roll we use today. Gaetti declared his invention to be the greatest necessity of our age. No shit. Anyway, moving on from one bodily function to another. Back in the good old days, if you were having problems in the baby-making department, you basically had to rely on some dodgy backstreet procedures or follow some old wives' tale involving some very strange concoctions and dancing round a may tree in the buff. Thankfully, that all changed on November the 10th, 1977, when Leslie Brown was impregnated with an embryo through a new technique called IVF, or in vitro fertilisation. Nine months later, Louise Brown was born on the 25th of July at Oldham General Hospital in Lancashire, weighing five pounds, 12 ounces, becoming the first baby born after IVF treatment. I did a bit of research and it's estimated that since that moment, momentous day, eight million babies have been born worldwide through the IVF procedure. Eight million, that's staggering and wonderful in equal measure. I must admit, I'm so glad there are people out there that strive and work tirelessly for the benefit of others. This world's a much better place because of them. My next first is also my last, and we're moving from birth to death. More specifically, the Darwin Awards. If you haven't heard of the Darwin Awards, they were founded in 1985 and basically honour people who've died in extraordinary idiotic ways. So, 
The first one of these awards was handed out on the 12th of December 1998. A Canadian man crushed beneath a vending machine while trying to shake loose a free soda. Kevin, 19-year-old Quebec student, killed himself at Bishop's University while shaking a 420-kilogram Coke machine. Apparently he'd been celebrating the end of the final exams with his friends and wanted a free drink. He died beneath the soda machine, asphyxiated, with a blood alcohol level slightly over the legal driving limit. Slightly, yeah, I bet it was through the roof. Kevin's last act, however, was committed in vain. As the machine fell over him, the vending machine didn't give up any of its cans, and the coroner reported, soda alcoholic, sodaholics take note. The report also states that toppled vending machines have caused at least 35 deaths and 140 injuries in the last 20 years. Wow, people will do anything for a drink. The Darwin Awards motto is cleaning up the gene pool. <laughs> that does make me chuckle. If you want to know more about Darwin Awards, and who wouldn't, then you'll be delighted to hear that the next episode of Reggie's Urban Retreat is all about Darwin Awards and the weird and wonderful ways that people have been the architects of their own downfall. So, that'll be fun. I hope you found this interesting and informative and haven't ripped your ears off in desperation. I know my voice isn't exactly soothing, but it's the only one I've got. My poor wife has to listen to it on a daily basis, bless her. Well, I guess that's about it for episode one. It's certainly been a learning experience for me and I really hope that someone somewhere got something from it. Like I said before, there is a Facebook page and a YouTube channel. Also, there's an email you can send your comments to or your suggestions. And that's reggiesurbanretreat at gmail.com. All lowercase, all one word. Please try to keep it friendly. Whilst we're on the subject of friendly, this whole thing is for, for people to be able to discuss and share opinions in a, a safe environment. So if you do join any of the groups, please be kind and courteous to others. Just because someone has a different view to you doesn't make them the enemy. Also, you don't know what people are dealing with and a friendly word could make the day. So let's all place nicely, and sharing is caring. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, you deserve a medal. Please do let me know what you think, and if you have any thoughts on how I can improve any aspect of it, I'd be more than happy to listen to them. Now, I've decided I'm going to close every episode with a dad joke. I do love a dad joke. So, if you've got any, send them in. What do you call a sheep in a swimsuit driving a sports car a Lamborghini thanks for listening stay safe talk to you soon Bye.